Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. She once fell off a ski lift. He was called in for questioning. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, taking over for mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. And the Chiefs do get a win last night over the Jets, Perloff. It wasn't super convincing. Patrick Mahomes threw a couple picks, could have had another one, but it got negated. And the Chiefs are obviously the reigning Super Bowl champions. They deserve the crown until someone comes and takes it. However... The Bills looked really good yesterday against a division foe in the Miami Dolphins. Now, that's not new that the Bills would beat the Dolphins. They've kind of had their number recently, but that was massive because the Dolphins could have gone up two games in the AFC East. Bills had to get themselves back in the conversation. They did, and I think you're going to get a lot of people back on the Bills bandwagon now after seeing what they did against Miami And looking at the Chiefs, okay, narrow win over the Jets. I know the Bills lost to the Jets earlier this year. And saying, man, maybe the Bills actually have figured some things out. Yes, but, and I hate to do a but, because I know you're a huge, lifelong Bills fan. Tredavis White, torn Achilles, out. It's a bummer. Jordan Poyer, the safety was gone. So I do think, you know, it's week four. This is a long, long season. And last year, a lot happened with health. I just worry that, you know, making any assumption after that win over the Dolphins feels kind of shallow to me in the sense that, like, I think the Dolphins are going to be right back. I wouldn't be surprised if they split. There's a long season ahead. And we've seen this movie before with the Bills where they have great regular seasons. Yep. Again, like, is there anything different this year? Yes. There are a couple things that are different this year. Number one, defense is playing better than I think anyone right. believed. The pass rush is getting home on guys and disrupting without Vaughn Miller, who comes back maybe this week. Right. So you have that going for you, even though that Tredavious White injury in the secondary is massive. And you also have a more disciplined Josh Allen. Like, this was a shootout in the beginning of the game, and you're wondering who's going to blink first, who's going to make a a mistake first, and what's going to happen. And surprisingly, actually, it wasn't Josh Allen because he can be prone to going for the home run play when the home run's not necessary and a bunch of singles would actually be better. And it seems like that message has gotten through to him. They're using the run game more. This is a, a much more dangerous team and one that, quite frankly, looks more built to win in December and January, where before the Bills always looked like a dome team that was playing in Buffalo, New York. Oh, gosh, this is so fun to see. You get your expectations (laughs) up in September, October. 
I see it's almost exactly the same team that's been coming short in the postseason. They're going to be 12-5, and 13-4. and four. Honestly, I don't even want to talk about it until they show that they can stay disciplined. And Josh Allen could do all these things throughout the playoffs. And Von Miller, who's quite old right now, can stay healthy. And who knows what's going to happen here. I, I, I think you could look at last night's game and say, oh, the Chiefs look vulnerable. That wasn't vulnerable. They were just sort of toying with the Jets. And Jets' defense is good. Like, that's yeah. it's just legitimately good. And if the Jets oh, had a better Jets... quarterback, they probably the Chiefs probably would have lost that game if they if they were playing that what, way. What does that even mean? They they had a game, and honestly, I don't think that's true. The Chiefs, when they thought it was a game, they stormed right through the Jets' defense like a, a knife through hot butter, to use a cliche. Yeah. They had no problem with the Jets' defense until they started playing sort of protect the game, and Mahomes started screwing around and trying to make some highlight plays in front of Taylor Swift. <laughs> I thought they, He was trying to impress Taylor Swift. Yeah, so everybody does these power rankings in the NFL, and I do think some people are starting to move the Bills above the Chiefs. I'm not going to do that until the postseason. I refuse. I don't care what. As long as Mahomes is out there, I'm putting the Chiefs Listen, number one and the Bills number two. I'm not putting the Bills over the Chiefs either. The Bills have to prove that they can beat the Chiefs in the playoffs in order to do that. I'm with you. But things are shaping up a little bit better in the AFC than I think, for for the Bills, that is, than I think we, we previously thought. We talked about the AFC. It was going to be a juggernaut. There was going to be so many amazing teams in the AFC. Well, the Chiefs still are amazing, despite last night they didn't look incredible, but they got the job done. The AFC North is on life support right now. You had Deshaun Watson didn't play. Kenny Pickett got hurt. Joe Burrow is just hurt. I don't know what the Bengals are going to do to try to play around this, but they are not a competitive football team if Joe Burrow can't move around a little bit and be on two legs. And listen, Baltimore's got the only winning record in that division at the quarter turn, and Lamar's fine, but they're so hurt every other place. <laughs> they They've are. got so many injuries. The Chargers don't look amazing. The Jags are fine, but don't look like world beaters. Like, the AFC is loosened up a little bit. This is a, a good spot here for my Bills. It's the same spot it's been, what has the Final Four been the last five years? It's been the Bills, the Chiefs, and really, like, nobody Bengals. else has been consistent. And the Bengals. So you're saying that, uh, the Bengals do scare you. Exactly. So it's still the Chiefs. I mean, they have to really show something here. Now, let me ask you this, as a Bills fan. We're getting home field and winning these games. Is How important is that? Well, if they're playing like this, where they actually lean on the run game yeah. and the pass rush can get home, then the home field advantage is huge. Actually, Sean McDermott was in uh, Peter King's Football Morning in America, credited the crowd, okay, played yeah. the crowd, every coach does it, about the crowd noise completely got uh, uh, caused some right. pre-snap penalties for the Dolphins, 100%. Uh, I mean, they did, did get destroyed by the Bengals in Buffalo last year. They did. Here's my other question, too. Like, everyone was on Miami. Everyone's on Miami. They probably should have lost week one. I think they were completely overrated. But that being said, I, the final score was 48-20. I didn't come away from that game saying, ooh, these teams are so, so far apart. I think Miami will have something to say about this division as well. Definitely. I don't think that that race is over. No, I don't think the race is over. And listen, here's the thing, though, about the Dolphins. They got some breaks here early with the schedule where they got to go to New England in September and to Buffalo the first day of October. That's a break for them, so they didn't have to play in the cold and the snow, and they split instead of going 2-0 and there. So, you know, this is going to be tight. The AFC East is basically, you know, a two-horse race because the Jets, eh, you know, there's some things they're doing really well, yeah. but ultimately they find the banana peel. I can't deal with optimistic Maggie in the morning. I just can't do it. I'm <laughs> sorry. This is why you're... So, 
two weeks ago in the afternoon, just so you guys know, Maggie <laughs> thought the Bills were probably going to lose to the Raiders. Who was the other? <laughs> I did. You were terrified of the Commanders. Or something. I can't even remember. Oh, yeah. You lost a bet with our, our former Stu, who was on the show in the afternoon. Yeah. You had I no faith in this team. And so they beat the Dolphins, who you, in my opinion, were overhyped on. I just think that I can't handle this. The and now I'm rooting against the Bills. Overhyped. The Dolphins are coming off, their, off yes. scoring 70 points. 70 like, points. Then you saw Justin Fields throw four touchdowns in, <laughs> in three quarters against yes. that same Denver defense. It became pretty clear that was not a function of the Dolphins being awesome. That was a function of the Broncos being terrible. Yeah. You know, the Broncos defense may have saved Fields' career. It's possible. Well, I think no, because next week, if if the Dolphin, if the Bears are like the Dolphins, they'll totally be disappointing next week because they won't be facing Denver's defense. No, but they at least showed like the kid is could be at some points capable of throwing against on a Denver, bad, to bad defense. against Denver. We'll see if he could ever do it again. Yeah, he's got the short week against Washington. He's going to get crunched by uh, by Montez Sweat, and Chase Payne. Young, yeah. Chase Young. I. I don't think you're going to have a new coach for Chicago. How do you fire a guy on a short week? Usually, you got to fire somebody <laughs> on the bye. It's point. like this, but that's the only thing saving them. It's like this is the team. You know your team, right? You know your team. So when you have the opportunity to kick a field goal to go up on Denver and to maybe put yourself in position for a win, you're deciding to go for it on a fourth and short. What has ever caused you to believe, Matt Eberflus, that your team yep. is going to be able to convert that fourth down? And that's not a second guess. That's a first guess. Like, dude, what are you doing? Clearly, you're not watching the game. I agree with you. When that happened, I could not believe it. I did think Russell Wilson was playing well, and Denver might have scored anyway. Uh, Denver looked like they kind of had control offensively. But that was a crazy risk. Everybody's kind of doing that right now. The the fourth and one, fourth and two around the league. Yeah, maybe it's gone too far. I'm an <laughs> analytics nerd myself. Yeah. But that one, Eberflus, I felt bad. I felt like this is the last stand of Matt Eberflus. Yeah, there's going to be a couple guys who I think are going to be looking for, or at least their fan bases are looking for an early exit. 855-212-4CBS. Like, how do we get away from this guy? Let's go to Foxy, who's in New York, wants to talk about the Chiefs. Hey, Foxy. Hey, Maggie. First time, long time. Great to be back. Appreciate you. Good morning. Uh, I actually met you back in 2019 when Mraz was uh, producing your show on uh, the local side. So, you know, happy to hear you in the mornings again. Dude, where you been? You know, I've, I've been on this uh, I've been on this mothership. You know, luckily I just got off. I'm doing well. I'm Fantastic. Feeling good. And we should say uh, we love that the D-Aliens have come over from DA show. We love DA. He's our friend in real life and also like professional colleague, but we can't say enough good things about DA, about Bilotti, Bogish, Pat, like we've we've felt well, at, well, at home here. Aggie is 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 Pete the body, uh the other PB boy, Patty Boyle, and then the kind sir, Andrew Bogish. <laughs> there you go. What else you got for us, Foxy? Uh, the real takeaway from this game is how Patrick Mahomes, he screwed everybody. He needs to be getting into the end zone there, Maggie. <laughs> it, was, it was perfectly set up. The Jets have all this hope. They have this long seven-minute drive against them yep. that they're just never going to get the ball back. And it's like, okay, they're going to go in here and score. They're going to cover. And there's really nothing to talk about. That, like, that would have been you know, the perfect ending to the Jets, you know, getting all excited. They're tying it up. A classic Zach Wilson turnover. <laughs> and then Mahomes goes in there and covers. I'm sorry, Foxy. I think I know where you had some money on this game. And it's great to hear uh, from you. I, I, I will say the, the last thing, Maggie, is that, uh, you know, the Jets, they can only play well when they play the Bills. 
that's 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 the point, I guess. Man, like no truer words were ever spoken, Foxy. You're so right. The Jets always play the Bills very tough, no matter what the records are. It's like they just know each other so well. I wish so badly that Patrick Mahomes had walked into the end zone. So badly. Because if it was 30-20, to 20, there would be no Jets hope. There would be no Zach Wilson played well. It'd be a double-digit win. Chiefs would have covered. We all could have gone on with our lives without this flickering notion that Zach Wilson's going to be a good quarterback for the Jets. Wait. I just wish it had been completely extinguished <laughs> and we never have to talk about it again. Listen, I didn't think that Wilson, outside of a couple drives, like he didn't put together this like sustained, consistent game, which has been the whole issue with Zach Wilson ever since he was drafted. But you did have Chris Collinsworth on the broadcast last night saying, this is, he's playing the best we've ever seen, or I don't know, Collinsworth was throwing around a lot of a lot of Zach Wilson love. trying to make it interesting. Yeah, all this all this emphasis on moral victories and close losses. I'm sorry, I'm old school. I go by the standings. Win, loss. That's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear this was a great loss by Colorado or a great loss by the Jets. There's no great losses. You Hello. win the game. You play to win the game. Yeah, thank you for that, Herm. I, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's gray area here. It's not always so cut and dry like yes, that. Yes, it is. Nobody there's no participation trophies. What are we doing here? No, there is definitely participation trophies. I was raised in the participation trophy era. Obviously. <laughs> I'm a, listen, don't blame me. I wasn't the one giving them out. Someone was giving me a participation trophy. I think there's such things as moral victories. You and I just don't see the world the same way. Yeah, uh, my Eagles are 4-0, and your Bills are 3-1 and because you lost to the Jets, and now you're thinking, oh, this is a year we turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound delusional when you say it like that. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I do want to get to Mike Tomlin, Pete, if we can here with a second left. Uh, so we are talking about some coaches who we think are um, deserve to be on the hot seat, put it that way, the Matt Eberflusses of the world. Well... Perhaps Matt Canada as well, the offensive coordinator. Oops, sorry. I jumped you. The offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh loses on the road to Houston, a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. This was Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Hell yeah, we got to make some changes, man. Uh, That was was an ugly product we put out there today. And so uh, we're not going to do the same things and and hope for a different outcome. What those changes are, man, we'll put together a plan uh, in preparation this week. Okay. The Steelers, not usually the type of team that fires people in season. But this offense just is not working. I know Kenny Pickett had to leave the game with a knee injury. You do have a capable enough backup in Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not saying he's going to light the world on fire, but he basically came in and threw for like 18 yards. Well, I mean, Kenny Pickett didn't throw for anything either. There's just no offensive movement whatsoever. Najee Harris actually had a good game, Steelers running back. But full disclosure, I did pick the Steelers to get to the Super Bowl, and I regret it. I regret I thought um, this defense, which is great, I think they gave up. They obviously gave up on Sunday because if the offense goes out there for six drives and does nothing, the defense at a certain point is like, ah, I'm not going to put energy into this. So I don't blame the defense for letting up 30 points. But that offense is – the numbers aren't even saying how bad it is. It's so incompetent. It's so non-threatening. You have to move on from the offensive coordinator. I don't know how you're going to do this with Matt Canada. It – it's like Mike Tomlin is telling you there, we can't like just keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's exactly what you're doing because yeah. the fans all, when the fans can see it and it's so clear as day, the more you fight it, it just, there's obviously need a new voice. Obviously you just need something different in that building. 
Uh, I was screaming at this game uh, because I picked the Steelers, and I also thought the Texans were going to be terrible, both of which are – I can't <laughs> decide which one is more wrong right now. It's sort of a toss-up, but the Steelers are very frustrating too because they have the talent. George Pickens is awesome, their second-year receiver. I think their running backs are both talented. There seems to be some – you know, their line can block for the run. Pickett has talent, but he seems to run into the defenders all the time. It's coaching. There's just no other way to see this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Maggie and Perloff show, our first show in the morning, having a great time. But I got to tell you already, Maggie, I'm preparing a criticism for Andrew Bogus's upcoming update. (laughs) I'm preparing. I know, but I, I have it ready to go. It's, uh, it's something that is going to be missing from his update. I can feel it already, and I'm not going to stand for it. But we'll see. Maybe he'll surprise me and put this element in there. Okay. But I have a feeling he's going to miss something. Wait, so we're going to go through the whole update, and then you're going to tell us whether he hit what you wanted or not? Basically. Okay. Because I'm just uh, I'm ready to unload on Bogus here because okay. I feel like he's well, being biased. I feel like it's an anti-Perloff update so far. <laughs> Well, without further ado, we welcome in Andrew Bogish, who's got the headlines for us, the anti-Perloff Andrew Bogish. Um, why don't you whisper it to people, Adi, what it is, so in case I do mention, <laughs> you can play some kind of celebration music. <laughs> it's like something hidden in the update. I yeah. like that. All right, Perloff. Yeah, well, Bogish, go ahead. Do what yeah. you do, and then we'll see if you find it. Well, one more for the Wilson over Mahomes crowd. This is from <laughs> Opta Stats. Zach Wilson is the only opposing quarterback to have more completions, more passing yards, more TD passes, and fewer interceptions than Mahomes 
in a Mahomes start, college or pro, regular season or postseason, a total of 127 games. Got so lucky. That. Got lucky. Relatively speaking, <laughs> it was going pretty well for Zach on Sunday Night Football. Two touchdown passes helped the Jets erase a 17-0 Chiefs lead, and Gang Green was driving to tie or take the lead in the fourth quarter, and then this happened. Three receivers to the right, tight end, closes the formation to the left. Ball snapped, and Wilson fumbles it on the quarterback exchange. The Chiefs think they've got the ball. They've got it at the 46-yard line of the Jets. That's Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. KC got the ball back with 7.24 to play. They made some plays. They got some calls, and they never gave the ball back, winning 23-20. Wilson threw for 245 in those two scores. Mahomes had one touchdown pass, two picks, made multiple plays with his legs in that final drive. His team has now won three in a row after losing opening night to the Lions. By the way, I don't think I didn't notice that editorial Lizzie there. They got some calls. They got oh, some calls. They did as get some calls. That's it. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so from- it was holding. Sauce Gardner held his receiver. That was technically a penalty. Uh, I don't know. That was loose right there for that time of the game. And listen, I'm consistent with this because when your Eagles lost to the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl and James Bradbury got called for defensive that holding. That was a hold for sure. And even I was like, tough time in the game to finally call defensive holding. I stood up for your team then. So I got to stand up now for Sauce Gardner. All right. Tough time of the game. All right. Yeah. From Wilson or Mahomes to was Derrick Henry or Joe Burrow the better QB yesterday in Nashville? <laughs> Rolling, throwing, Tannehill, no! touchdown, Titans! Henry, I should say, is the man who rolls and throws. All that movement just freaked me out. Uh, thoughts and prayers <laughs> to Mike Keith on Titans Radio. Henry also ran for a score like usual in a 27-3 destruction of the Bengals. Burrow did not throw a touchdown. Jamar Chase just seven catches for 73 yards. By the way, the Bengals had no... I'm always open. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, the Bengals had no interest in tackling Derrick Henry. That was like, you know, our quarterback's hurt. We're not going to tackle this dude. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there on Jamar Chase. That is crazy. Yeah, and now they are 1-3 and three going in the wrong direction. Uh, the Steelers lose in Houston 30-16, and Kenny Pickett left with a knee injury. Initial reports say it's not his ACL or anything else major. Pickett's absence should be short-term. But then there's Bills corner Jadavius White, who might have suffered a season-ending torn Achilles in the blowout win over the Dolphins yesterday. This would be White's second major injury in less than two years. Ole Miss find a hundred grand as a first-time offender of the SEC's field storming rules for celebrating Saturday's win over LSU. The Athletic says the NCAA's Division I Council will likely shorten the transfer windows when they meet in Indy tomorrow and Wednesday. Currently, players have 60 days to enter the portal, but most only need a few weeks, so it might get cut to 45 or even as far as just 30 days. On the final day of baseball's regular season, the Astros claim the AL West with an 8-1 win over Arizona and the Rangers 1-0 loss in Seattle. Texas drops to the five-seed, faces the Rays in the wildcard round. And then there was Terry Francona managing his final game, the Guardians 5-2 losers in Detroit. I'm kind of pissed we lost. Um, but, I mean, you know, the, the, the grandkids are here, and I'll go take them to dinner and play with them and let them tire me out and 
guess I should start practicing that because probably get to do it more, which is great. Grandpa Tito adding the focus should have been yesterday on the retiring Miguel Cabrera. And the Celtics have finally traded Malcolm Brogdon. They tried and failed once, I believe, for Kristaps Porzingis, but now Brogdon goes to Portland with Robert Williams and two future number ones for Drew Holiday, who just went to the Blazers in the Damian Lillard trade. Okay. Did I do? All right, now we get the final verdict here. Perloff, when Bogus started his update, said he was positive Bogus yeah. was going to miss something that you wanted in the update. So you did give an update on what's happening in baseball. You had the Terry Francona story. You mentioned the Rangers. At any point in the show, are you going to mention that the uh, NL wildcard kicks off tomorrow with my Phillies hosting <laughs> the Marlins? Is that anywhere in here? We've, we've been on our third hour uh, now. What about the Phillies-Marlins tomorrow night? Stand by. Let me check a script. Uh, <laughs> 7.30. The Marlins lost in Pittsburgh. Dot, 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 dot. They don't have to come here and play the Mets today, so they get the second wild card spot. They'll play the Phillies. Arizona is number six and gets the Brewers. But that's they, not enough attention on the Phillies. That's like <laughs> oh, that's a Marlins story. Nobody cares about enough. the Marlins. For the right to lose to the Braves. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what, Of course, Pete is 100% correct. Like, when do you <laughs> want the pain to come now or do you want it to come in a couple weeks listen bogus i'm sitting next to a mets fan so she's not used to this postseason baseball thing i mean it comes but it goes really quickly <laughs> the Don't phillies spend more fan. time in the postseason you have to get used to this they have all the names have to roll off your tongue because we're gonna be around for a while listen, don't tell everyone like, i'm what, a mets fan I'm, I'm trying to get off on a right foot with everyone <laughs> with all of our new didn't, listeners didn't the phillies beat the braves last year in the postseason yeah yeah bilotti what the heck <laughs> You're I, scared I want them, the all <laughs> them all out. them all out. How pathetic are the Rangers? All they had to do was win one more game, and now the Astros win. The, the Astros are going to have a cakewalk to the ALCS yet again. So this was something left over from when we were doing afternoons. I just want to see where everybody stands here quickly with the Astros. Did you think that Jose Altuve had a buzzer? Just quick yes or no. Yes. Bilotti. Yes. Bogish. <sighs> yeah. You guys are crazy. I know. Are we, why would he tell them, so don't dumb. rip my shirt off? Yeah. You don't think that after all this time, someone would have spilled the beans and what? someone would have said, hey, he's got a bu- he had a buzzer under there. Guys would have turned on each other. They would have leaked the story. It took two years to find out they were hitting garbage cans. The manager got suspended for a year. <laughs> don't you think somebody would have spilled the beans by now if there's aliens? People keep people trying are, to though. tell us that there's aliens all the time. We if just won't don't listen. don't get confirmation. <laughs> listen, that's a whole other can of worms. I, I just needed to know where everybody lies. Well, here's how the conversation started. I said to Maggie, I think most people think Altuve had a buzzer. And she said, you're crazy. People don't think that. I'm like, yes, they do. Yeah. We all think that. You might have been right about that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we all got over that. If, they, if he had had a buzzer, we'd know about it by now. Maybe, Guys, that's, my, maybe that's the poll that I have uh, still forgotten to put up. No, we've, we've already done this. I just needed... I I need to know who I'm working with now on this new show. You know, I need to know what everyone's tendencies are. Just to be clear, Maggie is the biggest conspiracy sports conspiracy theory person yeah. here. She's convinced there was a frozen envelope in the Patrick Ewing draft. Definitely. I agree she's, with that. Yeah, yeah. She's convinced the Patriots have every cheating allegation multiply True. it by ten. Yeah. They're still the doing Patriots. it. They're right. still out there doing it. Right. I think you had a Wait, summer now. list of your top favorite Tom Brady conspiracy theories on why he's coming back to the NFL, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I, I have that in my back pocket as I carry it around with me all day. I'm a card carrying member of the uh, Brady conspiracy theory club, and I'm not totally sure that he's not coming back. Eh, my he's theories... also an alien. To combine them all together, he's an alien. Thank you. So there's that. 
But wait, Maggie, where are you on Jordan playing baseball? Was he suspended for gambling at that point? Definitely. Something else behind right. the scenes there. Something else. Away something, the death of his father, like something was playing in big time. Nobody nobody at the peak of their powers like that steps away to go play for Tito Francona and the Barons down in Birmingham. That doesn't happen. I think LeBron James would all of a sudden be like, you know what? I think I'm just going to you know, walk away for a little bit and try pickleball. It doesn't happen. Yeah, but a, a guy who's... Five foot five and is hitting home runs and seems to know when a fastball and a curveball is coming. <laughs> doesn't have a buzzer. Okay, Maggie. And has well, a super overprotective wife who doesn't want the rest of the world to see his bare chest. Wait, that was the story. No, a bad tattoo, <laughs> Bogus. That's what it was. Yeah, remember? that she didn't want us to see. She was involved. His, it was about like modesty. Do you know every time people, when I bring up the buzzer, I brought it up this time. I think of like those joke stores where like someone shakes your hand uh, and like the, what a uh, thing. Yeah, right. It's like I, I don't know. I, I don't believe. I think we would have found out about it by now. Anyway, I just wanted to see where everybody was on this one. Yeah, a bunch t- of cheaters. That's tells a lot mean. about you if you oh, come believe on. that buzzer thing. You assume, anybody who assumes there's cheating in baseball is on the safe side, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me Barry Bonds was on the juice. I mean, come on. <laughs> They're all cheating in every way possible. Welcome back. Maggie and Perloff taking over mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. So glad to have you reacting to a major weekend in the NFL and college. You know, Perloff, I think I can speak for both of us here. Um, When we're wrong, we'll admit it. Right? Oh, yeah. And often. (laughs) (laughs) We're not stubborn. We're not stuck in the mud. Sometimes we just don't get it right. Even we can't be right all the time. Samsonite. I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Time for Maggie and Perloff to own up. All right. Got to own up on some things that we got wrong. And one of the tenets and commandments on this show is thou shall not bet against Joe Burrow. So we never do it. Well, turns out we might be wrong because Joe Burrow looks like a shell of himself. He His calf, Perloff, is so hurt. And even Jamar Chase is getting frustrated. Let's hear a little bit from the Bengals wide receiver on what's missing in the offense right now. We practice hard. I don't think it's I don't think it's not not that we don't practice hard. <clears throat> Just gotta find I guess we gotta find that spark. Somebody gotta give us that spark. And we gotta somebody gotta make a play. We gotta make plays out there. Yeah, not happening so far. Chase yesterday, seven receptions, seventy-three yards. And, you know, it's obvious what the problem is, which is Joe Burrow's not healthy. Yeah, and once that sort of goes awry, then you saw their defense just fell apart. I was wrong. I was wrong about the Bengals. I was even more wrong about the Steelers, my Super Bowl pick. But I think I was wrong about this whole division. I think if you put different units together, you put the Browns' defense (laughs) with maybe Baltimore's offense, then maybe you got something going. But like Frankenstein. And even Baltimore... It looks good now, but they're so reliant on Lamar Jackson moving that is he going to stay healthy? I'm not sure. If I were the Bengals, you've got Arizona, Seattle, and at San Francisco coming up. These are places I think you can rest Joe Burrow. Then have him maybe healthier against Buffalo and Houston. AFC games that might actually really matter here. I know they're 1-3, and three, but you got to do something. You know they're not going to rest him. If they played him now, how do you know that resting the calf is going to make any difference. Like, I'm three weeks off? Rehab, and it's he goes out there, and he's immobile. 
Yeah, but I don't know that resting helps. They're one and three. If they lose a couple more games, it's probably over now. I don't know what the numbers are on one and three, but they're not good. And the thing is, their schedule is going to be tough after that. I think you just have to hope that Joe Burrow figures it out. And Maggie, you're breaking the rule again. You are betting against Joe Burrow. And I've seen you do it before, and I've done it before, and it never works out. So we're not totally giving up hope. Uh, anything else we want to own up to? Well, I, as I mentioned, the Steelers. I think this is the last week I have to own up to the Steelers not delivering. Because if Pickett is hurt and his knee and is out, then I think, I mean, we're, we're already done with this team. All right, Is that possible? They play the Ravens this week, and their defense might get to Lamar Jackson. But if they lose this game, it just doesn't feel like there's a way out for them. I've never seen a team that had this much hope from the preseason yeah, and then go into the season and it's just like, poof, it's just gone. They played the 49ers that first week of the year. 49ers took their lunch and then they couldn't recover and couldn't get back on track. Yeah. It, I mean, their defense is fantastic. TJ Watt is a superstar. Of course. And that'll win you enough games, but it feels like we're going to have Mike Tomlin's going to keep his above 500 streak alive. They're going to be maybe eight and nine, nine and eight, but those high end hopes are not going to happen. So, which kind of begs the question, is this Steelers team ever going to be the elite regular Super Bowl team again? Kenny Pickett, I love Kenny Pickett. I think he's seems like a great guy. This does not seem like the beginning of the franchise quarterback I expected. No, and I was a big Pickett defender too because I thought the criticism about small hands was really, we knew what everyone was doing there. All right. It wasn't cool. Oh. Um, I should probably... <laughs> You're playing other body parts were <laughs> well, at mean, play here? You guys are implying it. Well, I'm just... about the feet. What's that? The, the feet? feet tell the story. Yeah, and someone would find something wrong with Kenny Pickett's, like, you know, 40-timer foot or, or, or vertical jump or something. They were looking for reasons, I feel like, to get on Kenny Pickett. Anyway, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, one other thing that I should probably own up to, I might as well just get this out of the way now with a new audience here in the mornings. I uh, I picked the Bears to win the NFC North. Ooh. That was that wasn't right. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> that was that was very wrong. Uh, and the Bears lost again yesterday, and they're on a short week before they play the Commanders on Thursday night. But I don't even know if that's a reason not to get rid of your head coach. I mean, you got to understand the game when you have an opportunity to kick a field goal and take the lead after you let Denver come all the way back on you. You got to do that with this type of team. You can't be going for it and taking these big mm. risks when you're just trying to get a simple win. Absolutely. Off the top of your head, who gets fired first? Matt Eberflus of the Bears, yeah. Raiders, Josh McDaniels, Oof. or Chargers, Brandon Staley, who might have got a lifeline. By the way, we haven't talked about Khalil Mack getting six sacks yesterday, which <laughs> is totally insane. But it feels like to me now we're in a sort of McDaniels, Eberflus race. I think that they, you could make good cases here for all of them. I think I don't. I don't think this is like us being coach killers or anything like that. You're watching and asking: Is this coach elevating this team? Are they? Is this coach right. helping to get more out of their roster or less? Who Who can answer yes to Eberflus or McDaniel's or Staley? Right, and they might have flawed rosters. There's a good chance. I mean, the GMs in in Vegas have screwed up a lot of picks over the last ten years. I'm, I love Mike Mayock, but he did not leave much. There And I think Ryan Poles has made a couple key mistakes with the Bears, including trading for Chase Claypool, the wide yeah. receiver who's been way, a disaster. Didn't show up Yeah, to well, the he game. was told not to come. I, that felt a little PR spin-ish okay. to me. I don't know who's in the right or who's in the wrong. I don't blame Eberflus for that. I do think the entire roster is flawed. They have Justin Fields there. They don't seem to know how to build an offense around him. Yep. 
Uh, and Eberflus is a defensive guy, but honestly, who hires a defensive guy now, especially one who's not a dynamic leader? He's going to take the fall. But I do worry about the sort of the whole team building here. Say they get Caleb Williams out of USC next year. I'm like thinking to myself, uh-oh, this is not the spot for an aspiring quarterback. So maybe Chicago is in a really bad spot moving forward. Yeah, it's never been. And that's funny because watching USC play Colorado and, and just watching Caleb Williams all the time, it's like, what what could possibly go wrong that he wouldn't pan out in the NFL, right? And Pat Boyle actually said, what if he gets drafted by the Bears? I mean, that's kind of the only thing that feels like it could go wrong because Caleb Williams is so polished right now. Right. He looks so good. You wouldn't argue if he was a two-time Heisman Trophy winner. Like, he, he's just excellent. But if he went to the Bears... Well, it's like Andrew Luck is similar to Caleb Williams, who was a can't-miss prospect, but went to Indy where there was no offensive line. And he won a lot of games, but he had a lot of injuries. I worry the same thing would happen to Caleb Williams in Chicago. Just the wrong place right now, unless the right coach is there. How about if I give you Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams in Chicago? Throw a ton of money at Lincoln Riley, the USC coach, and see what happens. Why am I leaving USC to go to the Bears? <laughs> Why would I? I mean, at some point, it's a lifestyle decision, right? I mean, I know Chicago's a great city. I'm not knocking Chicago. But if I'm, like, in L.A. Yeah. Well, the NFL might be attracted to Lincoln Riley or to an aspiring coach. But not the, selling But you. the Bears, though? Chicago's a great town. You get Chicago's to start awesome. from. Say you get to really start from zero and you have Caleb Williams. Wait, can we get a confirmation on this? Is the new Bear Stadium going to have a dome? I was never sure if they 100% said it, but they we have to have like renderings of this thing, right? I'm not I think, sure. I think it's supposed to have an enclosed roof, but isn't everything possible going wrong with the building of that new stadium? Aren't they being <laughs> sure. delayed by something? I, I mean, yes, obviously. The, this happened. The Bills are building a new stadium. And we brought you this story a couple weeks ago that some guy was high on like every drug imaginable, like acid and cocaine and and drank a lot and smoked a lot of pot. And he fell down a hole in the construction site after he had gotten, uh, you know, into the porta potty. Did you want to crazy things happen when these did you want a dome in Buffalo? Did you think that would have been smart? I want domes everywhere. I'm a dome person. Even Buffalo with all those, you know, the snow games yep. and all the cool visuals of the winter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. What's going to help you win football games? Perfect conditions for Josh Allen. That's what I want. So it's this just is, I've been waiting my Josh whole Allen's life not be there for Josh forever. Allen The stadium will be there for 40 years. Who cares? Josh <laughs> Allen's there now. Like, I've been waiting my whole life for a quarterback like Josh Allen. I, I, Jim Kelly was amazing. I've been waiting my whole life for someone like Josh Allen. Like, you can't have him be compromised because it's snowing. That's silly. So a roof is going to reverse 45 years of Bill's history. (laughs) Because there's a roof there. Is it good a shot as any? What if Josh Allen tears his UCL and is reduced to a strictly running quarterback? (laughs) Then do you want the conditions? How dare you, Pat, even put that into the universe? Hey, happened to Brock Purdy, and he's playing like an MVP. Yeah. I can't get over that, how people still don't think Brock Purdy's good. Perloff, are you of this ilk? No, he is awesome. The long throws yesterday, I couldn't believe. First of all, his arm looks better than last year. I don't know if he did something illegal or something, but (laughs) his recovery is probably the most underrated story of the season. Brock Purdy's awesome. Here's my one thing. People start saying Brock Purdy MVP. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't go that far. CMC MVP. Wait, did you see? Christian McCaffrey, yeah, of course. 
Did you see there's a new movement out there that Brock Purdy's better than Joe Montana? That's a one that I like a lot, too. <laughs> Who is coming up with this stuff? Uh, let's get to our shot of the day, please. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. So earlier in the show, a little snapshot of the show, was our conversation about Raiders quarterback Aiden O'Connell, in my opinion, has a very tragic mustache. It led to a bigger conversation about mustaches, and Pat Boyle asked if my husband was rocking the mustache, what would happen? You think you have to go through a lot of grooming and stuff? It's not that easy for men. I hope your husband, when you walk home today, says, you know what? I think about growing a mustache. My husband's got the full mustache beard combination. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. What if he said, I'm going straight stash? I'd be like, I'm going to get my bags packed and probably pack our kid up too. <laughs> or I'll leave it until you come to your senses. Uh, it's It would be, uh, I'm going on vacation with our four-year-old. You can just sit with that mustache for a while and enjoy it. <laughs> That's he might brutal. enjoy it. He might actually sit there, you know, oh, reveling in a mustache. Sitting on a beach with a mustache, <laughs> drinking a pina colada. That sounds like the life. I I can't get the do, pina colada stuck in your mustache. Do you happen to know, do all women feel this way? Is this, are you being particular or do most women not like mustaches? Well, do these women have vision? <laughs> if they can see. I, I don't know about for women who have, uh, have are visually impaired. I'm not, I can't speak for them. Don't you look at a guy with a mustache and say, oh my gosh, you know, he's basically got a lot of balls. He's got a, an ugly mustache. He must be very confident. No, I'm like, that guy clearly doesn't feel good enough about his personality that he can just let the personality be the thing. You don't mm. need a talking point. I don't think an that's... An icebreaker. I, I think men know that it is kind of silly looking, but I think it takes a, a lot of confidence to rock the mustache. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a confident man. He looked great last night. Aiden O'Connell? <laughs> You should see him without the mustache, Maggie. I don't think it's going to make a difference. It's He's making it worse with the mustache. I Am I alienating like a lot of men with my no mustache take? I feel bad because there are some mustaches that I really like. Tom Selleck, and basically it's a list of one. Tom Selleck without a mustache, I don't even, I don't want to know. It's like James Harden without the beard. Uh, okay, 855-212-4CBS. How lucky are we? All of our old friends have been calling in today to wish us luck on the new show. Here comes our pal, Sully. 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 Maggie. This is early, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> you live in Las Vegas, Sully. Of course it's early. You're crazy for getting up. Well, I got to support my friends. How awesome. I just talked to, talk to my new friend, Pat. <laughs> oh, you love Pat, Sully. Sully, I need I your help. I just, yes. Maggie doesn't understand the power of the male mustache. Funny, Mustaches dusters, are cool, right? Dusters are always a hit. <laughs> Duster, lip sweater, those always hit, Maggie. <laughs> I mean, they just showed Pat on TV. Pat needs to grow a duster. You oh, he see? often does, and it's brilliant. Oh, Pat, get the duster going. Duster always hits, Maggie. I, I, this Maybe. is this is a strictly male perspective here. If I want, if you want the female perspective. I can tell you, women tolerate these things. We're not into them, not nearly as much as you guys. I mean, Movember is probably my favorite because you just see all sorts of random dusters, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, man, look at that lip sweater. That thing's rocking. And you always get the, thanks, man, I appreciate you. <laughs> Wait, Sully, you live in Las Vegas. All yeah. I'm seeing all over social media is about the sphere. This thing has, oh. like, taken over. Guess what? Guess what? Myself, the fabulous Schmoopy, our friend JJ, 
and JJ's wife are doing this Sunday. Going to the sphere? Going to YouTube to the, see the sphere. And I'm trying to stay off all of the feeds that show the videos. Because as soon as I see the video, I switch. I get off. I want to experience it live myself. And then I'll watch the videos. I can't. We can't wait to go. It's like be. It's like you're on another planet watching a concert. It looks so cool. I can't wait. And and our friend McLovin will tell you off air. Our friend JJ and his wife. We're probably not going to sit up high. We're probably going to be in the good section. Yeah. How nice. You know, because I walked down to seats, Maggie. I don't know if I've ever told you my theory in life. If you're going to take me to a sporting event, I will ask where we're going. I don't walk up to my seat. I walk down. I've earned <gasps> Sully, walking down. Absolutely. Look at you living the high life. I mean, you get yeah, a couple rides it. on a private jet, and all of a sudden you're too good for the nosebleeds? But, Sully, is that better than when I took you to that Gwen Stefani concert <laughs> at the Super Bowl and we rocked out? Buddy, can we talk about the Gwen Stefani when I was singing every song and you turned around and you're like, how do you know these songs? My question to you was, every lyric. Not? How do you not know Gwen Stefani in No Doubt? <laughs> oh, man, Sully, this is so cool that you got up. I know this is early. You've always been a huge supporter of the show and what we're doing. You're the best for doing it. Thank you. I love you both. Continued success, and I'm sure we'll chat soon. I hope so. How about that? Bye. Uh, Bye. Lip sweater. <laughs> I know. Couldn't pick up there, Sully. From Boston. Yeah. He's our pal. And uh, very good taste. In the finer things in life. So. Very stylish, yep. and I like having his endorsement. I think this is going to be a uh, running question. We have to sell you on mustaches. You're not going to convert me. I've, this is I'm staunchly in my corner on this one. Bilotti, he would look great with a mustache. You'd look like a cop. I've tried to do it, and it, it doesn't work. It, <laughs> I look terrible. That, what do you mean that, it doesn't work? That, uh, that teenage boy look. It doesn't, <laughs> no. The crustache. Yes. Yes. Uh, Pete Bilotti. Pat Boyle, Andrew Bogish, Andrew Kaplan, phenomenal. The boats in the water, guys. We did it. One morning showdown, and we're going to set 10 more alarm clocks for tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, thank you so much again to everyone. We will see you tomorrow for so much more fun. Enjoy your day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.